Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Prague Report podcast interview. This is Roy Avon. Hope everybody's doing well. My guest today is a fantastic singer-songwriter who was one of the very first guests on the Prague Report many years ago. I'm really pleased to welcome back to the show, Nick Kershaw. Hi, Roy. Pleasure to uh, get a chance to speak with you again, man. Last time we spoke was, uh, I'm sure you don't remember, it was about seven years ago. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, probably uh, eight. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a little while. First off, uh, yeah, I mean, let's uh, you know, are you in lockdown now? I guess how are how are things been going for you the last few months and all of that? Yeah, we're back. We're back in in lockdown for the next month, I think. Everything started again, get, getting a bit out of control. So yeah, so yeah, we're we're locked down again for for a month. But schools are still back, which is good. So because I've got kids of school age. Right. So that, yeah, right. me too. So that, but uh, we have to we do them from home. They, they 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 have to be home here right now. Yeah, we did that right at the beginning. So where are you? You're in Florida. Uh, in Florida, yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so it's been interesting for everybody. I mean, when you uh, w- you know, when it started to come down, everybody was dealing with this. You, I mean, around that time prior to that, I think you were still doing a bunch of touring, right? Is that did that you have to cancel a bunch of things because of this then? Yeah, not not touring as as much as yeah, plenty of festivals. Right. Um, the whole basically the whole year's gone. But my last gig was last December. Mm, wow, <laughs> that's gonna be rough. So, uh, you released uh, an EP and then an album, which I think was really a cool way to do it. Um, to sort of get some music out there, and then the new album, yeah. the new album called Oxymoron, which is which is out now um you know was was the plan to have an album anyway or like a lot of artists you know you realized you had time and and may as well no it wasn't the time it was kind of uh it was forced upon us really because it was originally supposed to come out at the end of may or beginning of june but we we just couldn't get anything manufactured physically you couldn't get any vinyl couldn't get any cds because basically everything is shut down right um so yeah, we thought, well, what we're going to do? We're going to wait until it all blows over, and then it became apparent that it wasn't going to blow over anytime soon. So we thought, oh, okay, well, let's just chuck, let's put something out digitally, so people have got something to to focus on, um, and, and bring the physical stuff out later, which is kind of what happened. Yeah. What uh, what brought on the the eight year absence between doing records? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm getting older and lazier. Really. <laughs> it's pretty much what it is. I kind of, I mean, I don't, I, I'm at the mercy of just sort of ideas turning up and I, I don't go looking for them anymore. Right. I don't, right. I'm not kind of as, as driven as I was back in, you know, the, the 80s, early 90s. So, so basically ideas, a, a song only gets written if it wakes me up at three o'clock in the morning and, and won't, won't let me, won't let me alone right and, and i have to and i have to write it and finish it so i just kind of collected songs like that a lot of songs got thrown out a lot got broken up for salvage because um, you lose i think as well as a little bit of creative energy you lose when you're getting older you also lose the ability to surprise yourself hmm. i think a little bit so that kind of the surprises come f- f- further apart so it's like um, uh, you falling back to a you know a style of writing that maybe you had are, are done before, and you find yourself maybe repeating it. You don't want to do that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's come. I mean, things you know, you know, it just happens, and you think, well, okay, 
that's all right, but um, it's not really going anywhere. So, so yeah, so things got got binned and things got broken up for salvage and 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 yeah, I ended up with kind of sixteen tracks that lasted the the assault course. Yeah, I mean, the sixteen tracks is great. You know, I like uh, getting a bunch of music to to listen to and 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 having it last for a while, which is great. I mean, there's so much music coming out now. You get a, a new album or two almost every few days. And so it's hard to have, you know, a few weeks or months to just listen to that one record, you know, and get sucked yeah. into it for a while. It's a whole different, different way of doing things. So there um, is a lot, a lot of it out there, <laughs> a lot of good stuff as well. So it's yeah. Good. And all of it's not good. So yeah, that's the other problem. But, uh, you know, a, a lot of artists that like yourself that come from an era where, the expectation was you could sell records, you could sell a lot of records. Mm. And nowadays, you know, there's no, you have no idea. I mean, it's all streaming or you might not sell that much as you, you know, used to. No one does really. Yeah. Does that, is that part of it where it's like, well, I don't, what's the point? You know, does that ever fall into your mind? Like what's the point of making a record or, or as an artist, that's just what you do. I kind of, yeah, I kind of went through that a while back. And every now and again, that, that does sort of, wash over you 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 just think well you know why why am i doing this what is the point and the point is is the is the actual act of doing it right i think the point is is the making of the record um and you know i mean almost i mean it's this was finished at the end of the last the beginning of this year really and at which point i'm I'm kind of going well my my work is done (laughs) i've done it (laughs) what's next and then of course you have to release it and 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 promote it and um and sell it you know which is is i've never been very good at anyway <laughs> right so it's it's yeah the point was making a record that was the point and and the next one will be the same because i think we're all we've we've all come to pretty much the same conclusion and that we do we do our, i'm very lucky I've, i'm i'm you know i i kind of i was around in the in the in the days when you could sell records and right. and right. and write songs and there was publishing income and all that kind of stuff and and that's that served me very well and it's kind of looked after me all these years and it means I can just do what I want now and and not worry about it, it earning me a living. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. You know, to be lucky like that is all is great. Um, I you know, your songwriting to me and what's what's always been unique about it is is the mix of just really cool, smart instrumentation, which I think is always, you know, really fun to listen to mixed with just the most unique song, like lyric writing is, you know, very, very kind of, at times it's straightforward and personal, very sarcastic, you know, lyrics that I had never heard before that make you laugh, you know, and I just think that's, what's brilliant about the stuff you've done. There's always been, songs on every album that uh that make you laugh like i can't believe he wrote that i've never heard anyone say a line like that you know like in die laughing or billy or in in this one the the, one of the tracks that stuck out to me that might might be one of my favorite ones on it is the best i can yeah you know um I still come with many uses like Vaseline does, you know, things like that. It's just so great. And even, and I I was listening to it and I had it in the uh, in the, the you know, living room listening, you know, blasting and 
my wife would happen to be in the room and she even that she wasn't even paying attention but that line you know caught her caught her attention like what an odd odd thing to say and i'm like yeah that's no one would write that that's brilliant that's really funny Uh, you know where does that approach come from and and do do you look for you know is there inspiration from writing a lyric like that first and then the song comes around it where do those kind of approaches come from for you um i think it's born out of the fact that i'm i'm not very good at writing pop lyrics i've I've never been any good at kind of writing about love or sex or any any of that kind of stuff that but the music business is kind of built on um so i've 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 had to find another way of, of of expressing myself really and it's and it's actually quite a lot easier because it's 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 basically my world. It's 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 what's around me. It's what's close to me. I don't have to go searching the internet for things to write about. Or there's there's kind of things that come that 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 happen. I mean, and I guess lyrics just kind of they either come or they don't. And I do, I do take a long time with them. And sometimes they those lines just kind of come they just happen you know because i think um the rhyme was used is um i had to i was i can't um can't remember what i'm rhyming but it's something uh, but i need i know I, I wrote it down it's a uh, i'm i'm not giving you excuses but i'm right. not the so man I, that i once was yeah once you've got a rhyming scheme together i quite often write a skeleton lyric mm-hmm. it's just nonsense um but it but it 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 it, it shows me the rhyming scheme and the, and the rhythm of the words and the meter and everything like that. So I've got that. So I'm not searching for that anymore. I've got that. So I just slowly sort of replace it and, and build it line by line because I know what the structure is. And 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 I had excuses excuses and I thought, well, well, what's the rhyme for excuses? Uses I come with many. What comes with many uses? I sort of loads. <laughs> and, and I thought, well, Vaseline comes with, <laughs> it for loads of things. You know some. Some more interesting than others. Yeah, but, to me, uh, it's 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 the it's actually the perfect love song. That it's it's the, the most realistic thing that you could actually say in a in a you know when you're married or with someone for forty years or something. It's like yeah, you know you you said uh, you say also another paragraph that I wrote, which is funny. Uh, I can't promise violins now. I can't promise you the earth, but I'd wash your car and put your bins out for what it's worth, which is just great. Yeah, I just love real. that. That's real life. That's, yeah, exactly. That's... I mean, it's a kind of anti-pop song because yeah. it's, it's it's a pop song would say, yeah, yeah, I would climb mountains and swim right. oceans and fight dragons and feet for you, you know. And actually, I'm going, but you know, take it or leave it. I'm going to do the best I can. This, That's great. This is, That's great. Um, there's a there's a few other songs on there. Uh, I think Babylon Brothers, which is a uh, you know another one that that I, uh, I thought really stuck out to me. Um, and then uh, the last track on the album, um, They Were There, yeah, which is just brilliant. What What is that song about? And is that, you know, ancestors, that kind of thing? Or what, what is that? It's my parents, yeah. It's, um, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they passed a while ago now. My, mom, my dad passed in 2005 and my mum went in 2010. And I, I tried to write. I, I write. I tried to write them individually. I tried to write them a song when when it happened because it's all very raw and and 
it seemed like a good time to sort of go into that to be quite a cathartic thing to do but it never worked out and I never ended up with a song that I thought actually you know I might have got something going but then thought well that's actually not a very good song that's not kind of that's not worthy of the subject I'm, I'm writing about so I just dumped it over the years um and then, yeah it's just about taking it's not just your parents I mean this is about my parents and, and taking them for granted because they were always there they, they were there right they you, you from the day you were born uh, they, they were there um and you kind of take that for granted until they're not and it's quite as simple as that but that could that could go for any other uh, people yeah. or, or friends or whatever you know it's just just about not taking anybody for granted really yeah. no it's a really uh, moving song i thought at the end of at the end of the record which really stuck out to me as well um musically where are you drawing inspiration from these days and is is it just messing around with keyboards and and trying out new sounds and and things like that or or are you listening to any any artists that that maybe inspire you in, in some new directions or you know where is that coming from um it's just it's just all coming from the 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 kind of confused melting pot of 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 everything I've ever listened to in my entire life, you know, and you long, the longer you live, the more it confused it gets because you're, you're taking in more stuff. Um, and I, I wasn't aware at any point of trying to find a, an actual theme or angle or a sound or, or anything for the album. I just kind of just wrote the songs and recorded them as I, as they kind of demanded to be recorded. Um, but the writing, I don't know. I mean, I, I do wonder where it comes from because obviously you have plenty of dry patches and you think, well, yeah. what, what's going to inspire me? Sometimes you have to force it. Sometimes you have to go into, you know, at one point I was having a real dry patch in, the, in with this record and I kind of, I was going in every day and nothing was happening. Although I was starting something, but not kind of, just want, my mind was wandering off and I just wasn't giving it any, the right kind of energy. So, then I, then I decided, right, I'm going to sit down with an acoustic guitar, which is not what I usually do, but I'm just going to do this. And for for like a month, I'm going to write a song a day. I'm just going to write it. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to record it on an iPhone and forget about it. And I did that, I did that for about a month. And then um, I had about a month off of doing, of doing absolutely nothing other than play bad golf. <laughs> and then I came back to it and listened to it and and, and it's almost like it's a, a surprise because you've completely forgotten it all because it all happened very quickly yeah. and you didn't think about it and you didn't judge it and you didn't do anything about it at the time but when you come back to it and you can't even remember writing these songs because they happen so quickly and 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 then you then you surprise yourself it's a way of surprising yourself and I, I probably maybe four or five songs came out of those sessions I might have tweaked them later or, you know, tweak the odd lyric or fixed a, a dodgy transition from a verse to a bridge or something. Right. But, um, but yeah, they formed the basis of, of, of about four or five tracks. The rest came over the years, really. I mean, like you say, the best I can was actually written for a festival, a, a folk festival I played hmm. in England. Uh, a Fairport convention have a, right. have a festival have a festival every year called the Cropperty Festival and they, they wanted me to do an hour solo acoustic before they went on. Um, 
I thought, well, I, you know, and I was, I've done the festival before, but I was very nervous at the fact that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not a folk singer. So I kind of wrote things that I could play on an acoustic guitar and, and maybe they might sound a bit folky. And that was, that was one yeah. of them. Yeah. So that's two, that was 2013. Um, so that's oh, the wow, oldest. So that song goes away ways back. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, <clears throat> that, yeah, that's, that's an old song. And the rest sort of kind of dribbled in over the years, really. Um, and as I said, some, some just turn up and you can't, you have to write them because they they won't let you won't leave you alone. <laughs> right. <clears throat> and that could be just when you're walking the dog or or whatever, or just doing some a bit of DIY and some stupid phrase or a tune comes into your head. But the way the way it develops from there is is yeah down to what I've been listening to for the last best part of fifty years probably. Yeah. Is there a song uh, in your in your back catalogue? that um is just a, a favorite of yours but like you know like a deep cut like not wouldn't it be good or or the riddle let's say but but a, you know a song that is a favorite of yours personally that might not uh, you know a fan might not expect that is one that always sticks out for you um they come and go really i mean you mentioned billy earlier that was a that was a big favorite for a long time but then it, it's kind of it hasn't dated very well because it's got so many um references to things that were going on at the time so you know tv shows and whatever and people would draw a blank on that probably so it hasn't really lasted very well um but there's a few there's there's a few moments that i'm very proud of there's like um there's a song called um all about you on the uh you've got to laugh album which which I think is a verse that I came up with, which is I, or I'm just really just really, it's almost like you didn't have anything to do with it. It's just the words came into your head, and it's so perfect. I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was um, I do believe that you believe most everything you've told me. Incredibly, you'd guarantee the crock of shit you sold me. And I'm, <laughs> <laughs> well, if that if that wasn't a perfect paragraph about about American politics, uh, I, I don't I, I don't know if there is. It could be. It could be. Yeah, you're having a good time over there now. That right at the moment, eh? Yeah, yeah. It's almost over. Hopefully, we'll see. Yeah. You know what's an interesting thing that that I you know you might find surprising is that you know obviously on the uh, being the the prog report, our focus is generally progressive rock, and we we talk to a lot of artists that are in that world. And um, a lot of them, and especially in the last few months, in one way or another, your name has popped up into different interviews that I've done as right. people that have either worked with you before or friends of yours or things like that. And it, it just sort of in general conversation. And, um, uh, you know, we spoke with uh, Jacko, uh, yeah. who, who he says is a good friend of yours, and, and he has a great new album that he just put out and um mark kelly from marillion um i spoke to him last week and he mentioned if some for some reason it, that he had um we were talking about different music that's not prog you know that people you know that he might like or things like that and your name popped up and mentioned seeing you play guitar at a show you know 30 years ago and was blown <laughs> away at what a great guitarist you are which was unexpected and I, a lot of a lot of them say that that you're an actually brilliant guitarist, which I I know as well. Um, 
it, but you always, it, even on your own music, you, you, you sort of hold that back a little bit. And I guess maybe the music doesn't lend itself to shredding guitar solos sometimes, but, um, as no. it, have you ever wanted to stretch out and do, you know, something more, you know, towards that end where you can, you know, just show off guitar wise or make an instrumental record or, you know, anything like that or not, not your thing. There's, there's so many brilliant guitar players out there that just sort of do that, you know, and I, that's not my, 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 I think my strength is probably more songwriting and, and it's, and it's very easy to trash a song with an inappropriate guitar. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> and that there have been some, I've, I've removed guitar solos from some songs. In fact, there was one on this record. I can't remember what it was on, but it was replaced with, with soprano sax, which hmm. I don't play, but which is with, which suited it hugely better. So, um, so yeah, I just I just want to get the record right, really. And sometimes sometimes there's there's a space for us for a little bit of soloing, and sometimes there isn't. But and I've always always been very careful about staying well within my limits and not showing people what I can't do. Right. <laughs> so so you kind of um, so yeah. I mean, I, I was always aware of the fact that when I was in in my kind of um, I served an apprenticeship, if you like, in a in a functions band and a and a a jazz fusion band that we did we did both. But I was always being challenged with kind of jazz progressions and stuff to solo over. Hmm. And it just and it's not it. And no matter how hard I tried, it just wasn't happening, and I just couldn't get my head around it. So I kind of found my my limit where it was, and I've always stayed under that limit and not not kind of showed people what i do and i don't blow over stuff i don't i don't usually do that if and, and most most of my solos I, i've sung first and then learned how to play them right so it's kind of like planned planned out yeah yeah if I, if I just blow it just sounds like you know any any kid in his bedroom blowing it's just kind of you know those same, those same pentatonic scales well uh, well, look, man, it's, it's, uh, again, I, I really look forward to when you have new music coming out. I couldn't believe it was eight years yeah. <laughs> between records. So, uh, you know, when you announced it, cause to me, I think there are, uh, certain artists that have a unique sound that, and there's dozens of them, you know, that I listen to personally for me or for, you know, other people will have their selection of artists. And so you, when a new album comes out from that artist, it's like unique and it's something that um, it, it's, it's cool to have. So I'm always glad when you continue to put out new music and I hope it doesn't take another eight years, but um, yeah, you know, it's definitely Thank worth it. Cause uh, I think what you do is great. So um, man, I hope uh, you get to get out there and play and get out of this mess and uh, yeah. everybody gets back to normal and good luck with the record. I think it's fantastic, man. Thanks, Roy. It's been a pleasure again. All right, buddy. Be well. Eight years' time. All right, bye. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> bye. Thanks to Nick for the interview. We're going to close with the track The Wind Will Blow from his new album Oxymoron, available now. For upcoming news and interviews, please check theprogreport.com. Follow us on Facebook, at theprogreport on Twitter and Instagram. Download the podcast and all our podcast networks, which include Spotify, and check us out on YouTube. Thanks. Check it out. Look at what's going on out there. Chilly and choppy and checking it down 
We're locking in, chicken out, traveling nowhere. Cause I think we might sink and I think we might drown. Oh, I'm so thankful we're safe and we're sound. Setting our sails. 